Good morning. Today is February 3rd, 2019, and we've got some great guests in the house today. Of course, uh, Joanna Davis, who assists in the Image Show, and we've also got a lady by the name of McKenna Soden, and uh, McKenna is the Emergency Department Nursing Assistant at the Department of Veterans Affairs, the VA Hospital, and uh, McKenna is also the chairman of the African American Special Emphasis Program. McKenna, it is a pleasure to have you on the Image Show today. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. And uh, with all the cold weather, I mean, it was just freezing out. Uh, Did you have any car problems or anything like that? Uh, Definitely a slow startup, but I made it. Good. That's great. And Joanna Davis, it's nice to have you back with us. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm always excited to be on the air and to listen to all the great things that we're going to have a conversation about today. Well, good. Uh, So, McKenna, we're going to start off uh, with your story. Uh, Tell us just a little bit about yourself, first of all. Well, I was born and raised here in the Des Moines area. Um, I've lived in Iowa all my life, traveled out some. I have worked in a lot of different places, mostly in the customer service industry as well as with some of our elders. So um, I've, you know, came with a passion of helping people. That's just what I like to do. I like to talk to people. I like to help people. So that's just really who I am. That's great. And I I know that you're nervous uh, this morning and that's okay. It's perfectly normal. Um, Just, uh, you know, we're just having a conversation. Just look at it as something uh, that you would do naturally with your brother or sister. Now, uh, moving into your story, I want to talk a little bit about your job title. Uh, You are the emergency department nursing assistant, and you also hold another title where where uh, you are the chairman for the uh, African-American Special Emphasis Program. Yes. Okay. So now uh, when you say you are the chairman, well, or the chair, you said you were the chair, first of all, but you weren't literally talking about the chair (laughs) that you're sitting on. Right. right? Okay. Gotcha. Uh, So... No, I'm just I'm just joking with you, McKenna. Um, first of all, let's let's go back to uh, so the emergency department nursing assistant. Uh, what do you do there? So really, no day is the same at the emergency department at the VA. Um, we have all types of different people, every age, race, background who have fought in one of the five lines of service um, for our country. So they come in, and you know they may be sick. There might be, I mean, all types of different things that they come in. And I just help assist our doctors and physicians assistants, as well as some of our great RNs that we have at the hospital to get those people well, you know, and get them going, make sure people can get back out in the community and, you know, do whatever it is that they do. In the meantime, I found out about this diversity program that we had at the VA. And ever since I found out about it, I joined and I've worked my way up. And so between the two, I stay pretty busy. Now, you seem to have a passion about what you do and working with veterans. And um, how does this uh, affect your day-to-day life? I mean, uh, going to work every day, I would imagine, is not the same. Right. So um, what are what do some of your days consist of? You know, one of the things that stood out the most to me when I 
was given a description of the job was that, you know, a lot of people, especially our veterans who have been through all types of numerous experiences in their life that, you know, some have almost lost their lives or maybe had to have taken lives, you know, lost family members, just a a lot of loss and hardships that people have dealt with. So I love being that person you know, when they walk in the door, they see a smile on someone's face, a helping hand, uh, you know, a listening ear. And that's what I'm most passionate about at my job. I, I try to make someone smile, you know, and put them in the best mood that I can while, you know, they're in one of the worst situations they can be. Yeah. And knowing that you're working with people that have served our country and have put their lives on the line uh, for our country, I think that it's real special. And uh, I think that that's what makes uh, this day and having you in here uh, special. And so I want to talk a little bit more about your title with the uh, African-American Special Emphasis Program. I know that you were at the I'll Make I'll Make Me a World Yes. And uh, you uh, actually had a booth there and you were involved in uh, getting some more information out to the community. Can you tell us a little bit about that, some of the information that you were uh, passing out and what it consists of and kind of just what you do with that? So there are many different resources that the VA has to offer for our veterans. So. If any of our veterans out there decide that, you know, they want to take advantage of any of the resources that we offer, they can come into the VA and talk to our veterans benefit services there, um, you know, for health care, dental, um, you know, if they need counseling services. There's many things that we offer. So that's kind of what our booth was about on Saturday at I'll Make Me a World, just letting them know that we're here. A lot of our veterans out here don't even know that there's a specific place that's dedicated to them, you know, that's thankful and respects, you know, everything that they've done for our country. So that's what we were at I'll Make Me a World for on Saturday. On the other hand, I also wanted to do some outreach and networking to bring in people that are out here in our African-American community and let them know that not only can the veterans come into the VA and, and get our services, but you guys can also come into the VA and work and take advantage of those some of those same resources that we have. And if you know they're not available for employees, there's other things, other resources in the community that you know I can point you in the direction of. You know, the VA is great for people that are thinking of lifelong benefits, and that's why I want a lot of you know our African American community to take advantage of that because it's not always easy for any of us to get jobs. And that's why I want them to know, you know, if I can do it, and and some of these other people can do it, you can do it too. Yeah, I I agree. Now, what all services and programs do you guys provide? As far as what I do for the special emphasis program, that's about making sure that the people that work for the VA, everybody feels included, respected, appreciated. So that's directly for employees of the VA. And what if someone doesn't feel that way? I mean, what if they have a complaint? Does that complaint go to you? I am one of the people that they can uh, speak with at the VA about that, and I take that directly to my EEO manager, and, 
you know, they handle it from there. So that's one of the reasons why I chose to take on that role to make sure that if I ever do hear about things like that, that, you know, we find a way to address those issues in a positive way. You know, I was just uh, listening to your interview just now and really inspired to ask the question of, you know, you had mentioned that your one of your your passions is when they come in, how you want to really make their day. I think um, it's really important for for people in that situation to have someone like you there uh, to greet them. Uh, what what drew you to really wanting to work? with veterans. Was there something uh, in your life that helped you to make that decision? Definitely. Um, I know many of us have, but myself personally, I have definitely had many trials and tribulations in my lifetime and faced many hardships. I have not had the easiest life. I know what it's like to get, you know, doors slammed in your face, to, you know, have opportunities ripped out of your hands. Um, but I, I kept striving. I've worked so many different places as far as working as a nursing assistant. You know, CNAs aren't very much respected or appreciated if we want to, you know, be realistic about it. But being a CNA is one of the hardest jobs that you can have. You sure. get put in one of, you know, a lot of the the worst situations possible and you have to you know keep going and because of the experience that I've had working in many different places as well as working in the food service industry through all the conversations I've had through all the people that I've met I realized that one of the hardest jobs would be to work with people who have fought in wars who have been in service for our country I mean they've ultimately you know paid the, the highest sacrifice you know, they give up time away from their family, their friends. They risk losing their lives, you know, deal with some of the worst trauma that you can. And I knew that if I could make it through all those other situations that I could make it working in there with our, our veterans. So I, I I'm love feeling it. you, McKenna. I really Thank am. You. Because as a pastor, I deal with a lot of different walks of life, too. And so yeah. it really takes a big heart and someone that really loves to work with people. So I applaud you for that. Thank you. I appreciate it. I think that's it. amazing. And there's many people out there who feel like they want to give up. You know, they just can't keep going. I think suicide is one of the the biggest things out here that we all need to to address or learn how to address and understand that it's real. A lot of people suffer from, you know, wanting to commit suicide and just imagine how it would be for you if, you know, you had to go and fight in a war or you had to be ripped from everything that you love, not knowing if you ever would make it back. You know, people suffer with, you know, uh, PTSD and, you know, nightmares and just all types of things that they struggle with every day. So. You know, being able to talk to them and tell them, you know, there's always a reason to keep going. You have somebody here, you know, that's supporting you. There's other people out there. I love to be that person to make those connections or at least just make their day. That's you know, amazing. That's amazing. One day at a time. That's beautiful. Yeah, I was just sitting back kind of thinking as uh, you were just talking. And, you know, my dad served in the Vietnam War. And he would tell me all these stories about how he had to kill little kids. And, uh, you know, and ultimately he turned into an alcoholic when he got back. And he and my mother got divorced. And I never really pictured 
how something like that would be until I got older and I started hearing more stories. And, you know, for people that have really uh, been affected by fighting for our country, you know, I think that they should be rewarded a little bit more than what they Absolutely. have. They should. They Absolutely. should. And, you know, uh, and I'm not, you know, saying that people just don't know, but I, just from experience, I know that there's a lot of us out here that if we don't, deal with those people face to face every day or you know we we haven't been too much educated on that we don't know what our veterans are going through what they've what they've already been through and what they're going through when they come back home and that's a perfect example a lot of our veterans you know have turned to other things to try to deal with those emotions or those losses that they've faced fighting for our freedom a lot of people just don't think about the fact that the same reason that we get to walk out of our houses every day and go and do whatever is that we choose to do is because these people sacrificed their lives and their families to make sure that we could be here and have these freedoms that we have. So I give them the utmost respect, and that's why I try to be there for them in every way that I can. And as far as the employees, it is also in hard, it's, it's hard on the employees that take care of those people because you have to have patience, you have to have compassion, understanding, and that's another reason why I chose to take on that role, you know, to make sure that the employees that are taking care of these people who sacrifice so much have the, the mental capacity, you know, and have the will to want to come to work every day and do, you know, our jobs. You're amazing. Because <laughs> that, that, that takes a lot of work. I mean, it, <laughs> it, that takes someone that really cares about people. Because not only are you taking care of the veterans, but you're taking care of the employees that take care of the veterans. Of so that load is really heavy, and it's going to take someone of your nature to, you know, to have those qualities, like, like you said, to be patient, to be caring, to be compassionate, to, you know, just be mindful of, this, of the things that people are actually facing and going through because it's you know it is it is difficult at times when you're dealing with someone and you may not have the answer right. the only thing you may have is that smile definitely you know so when a smile goes a long way and one thing that I realize is you know as one person you only can do what you can do but I know that together you know we can do much more and we can you know make way greater strides and really make a difference in a lot more people's lives and that's why I'm you know attempting to reach out as best as I can I have one question mm -hmm. because I know that with all the things that are on your plate what do you do for yourself because when you go home I'm sure you've got thoughts of you know someone that you worked with that day or an employee what do you do what do you do to uh, be able to, you know, keep even your sanity because dealing with people's problems and issues can be, can be, you know, that could be tough. Is there anything that you could, you know, a lot of people out there in that in this kind of field and work, you know, working with people, we have to find that that medium, that balance. Is there anything that you could share with us that, uh, you know, may be helpful for the listeners out there? You know, I know that many may not be very religious and I myself, you know, I won't sit and pretend like I'm just the most religious person out there, but all I can really say is is that, you know, I look at my kids and I, I think about my faith that I have and I know that, you know, there's a there's a reason I have a purpose. I talk to God about it, I pray about it, that I just continue to get through every day because you know, I'm far from perfect, but I know that I can make a difference. And then when I look at my two daughters I just think, you know, I want to be an example for them. Like, I want them to do these same things. You know, I want them to reach out and, and try to pull other people in to spreading that positivity and just, you know, helping people. 
because, you know, hurt people hurt people. But when we're all deciding to help, imagine, you know, uh, the effect that that takes rather than, you know, turning turning your back on anyone. You know, it's it's like I'm, I don't have it to where, you know, I have a lot of money to put into these things and I don't have a lot of time because I myself am struggling every day. But I know what's inside, you know, and I know that as long as I continue to, you know, live and work with a good heart, good intentions, and pray about it, and my kids are my motivation. That's really all that I need. I know it'll pay off in the end, you know? That's awesome. <laughs> and McKenna, for the people out there that want some help, some information, may have family members that are veterans, there may be some veterans out there listening, is there a number, a telephone number, uh, email address that uh, you could be reached if uh, your services are needed? Um, yes, the number at the Des Moines Department of Veterans Affairs is 515-699-5999. And when you call that number, it'll give you many different options. So that way you can choose what you need and someone will always be available, whether you come onto the campus or you just give them a call. Great. We're going to go to a quick commercial break and then we'll be back. It is McKenna Soden and Joanna Davis, Robert Pate here on The Image Show. We'll be back after these messages. And we're back on The Image Show. We've got uh, McKenna Soden and Pastor Joanna Davis. For those of you that have just joined us, uh, McKenna has talked to us about her uh, positions with the Veterans Affairs, her uh, titles, and uh, some of the different things that she does and how she works and relates with veterans. And uh, this is very interesting. For those of you out there who are listening, if you are uh, a veteran, if you have family members that are veterans, uh, we are into some great conversations. And so, McKenna, tell us, uh, now, let's kind of just backtrack a little bit for some of the people that may have just tuned in. You are uh, basically the chairman for the African American Special Emphasis Program, and primarily uh, you work with uh, some of the minorities, African Americans that come in that are veterans, correct? Actually, it is primarily focused on the African-American employees. Okay. And, you know, that is to make sure that we are all, you know, continuing to get fair treatment, that all of our minority and African-American employees always feel included and respected and appreciated for their roles that they play within the Department of Veterans Affairs. Okay. Now, let me ask you something. Um, But as a whole, uh, the title and uh, the services that are provided are for all veterans. Yes. Correct? Yes. Any of our um, veterans out there that served in any of the five lines of service for our United States of America, they are always welcome to come to the VA, which in short for the Department of Veterans Affairs. And all they have to do is come in the door and there is always information that's available to let them know what resources or services that they can get within the VA. And let me ask you, with this cold weather that uh, we just got over with, uh, Uh, the past week. Would you say uh, there has been more uh, veterans coming in looking for help or no? We do see a few of our homeless um, or definitely struggling with their housing situations, those types of uh, veterans that do come in through the VA. And with the cold season, I would say that there's definitely been a peak with our, our homeless veterans. And that just shows 
why we need to be doing what we're doing now and getting the word out there that our veterans do have options because they don't have to be struggling the way that they're struggling when there are resources and services out here, especially right here in in central Des Moines, that are available to help them get their lives together, you know, starting with health care. Sure. And can you uh, repeat uh, the contact information, telephone number for those out there that are in maybe in need? The Des Moines Department of Veterans Affairs telephone number is 515-699-5999. Thank you. And we want to make sure that all of you veterans out there that have fought for our country are definitely uh, in the best assisted uh, needs that you can possibly get. We want to make sure that you're taken care of. Uh, You're not out there homeless or or feel like you're helpless uh, because there are programs here in Des Moines, Iowa that uh, can assist you. And we want to make sure that you're taking full advantage of that. I know that a lot of veterans uh, are used to uh, going through the struggle. And a lot of times they'll just man it out and paint it out and they don't even like to ask for help. Definitely. We see a lot of that. Yeah, and so uh, I really appreciate uh, your information. And uh, I want to ask you, so what are some of your long-term goals? Uh, I know we've talked about your title and what you do, but what's in the future for McKenna Soden? I would like to continue to stay um, within the Department of Veterans Affairs and doing all that I can do, working with our veterans, working with our employees, you know, changing the culture of the VA, changing people's lives day by day. And hopefully in the future, with the great benefits that the VA offers, I can go and finish my bachelor's degree. That's been a goal of mine for quite some time and, you know, continue to move up in positions as best as I can to do as much as I can for all of us. Make sure you do it, girl. <laughs> Thank you. No, no more delays. No, no more. I'm going to continue to go after my goals and my dreams. This is just the beginning. That's pretty awesome. Well, great. Uh, Joanna, do you have any more questions? I just want to applaud her. I'm, I'm, she's inspired me just listening to some of the things that she uh, really is passionate about. I think it's wonderful when people care about people. I do, too. So, Thank uh, you so Well, much. we really appreciate you coming on uh, to The Image Show. We appreciate all the information. I think that it's very helpful, and we want to continue to keep uh, trying to bless our community, uh, the people that have fought in our country, uh, for our country, should I say, and uh, just You know, any organizations that are out there uh, that are making positive changes in the community, we ask you to get in touch with the Image Program, the Image Show, so that you can share your story. And you are waiving something, uh, McKenna, or do you have something else that you would like to say? I do. Um, Is it okay if I uh, name a couple of the different things that we have in the community, some of our um, African-American black entrepreneurs and resources that we have in the community for those that don't qualify or think that they don't have, you know, options. Okay, well, you're asking the question. You're asking me a question. Is it okay if you can? Yes. Okay, I'm going to answer that and say no, it is absolutely not okay. Okay, I'm sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) We're just joking. Yes, yeah, you most definitely can. You already, he's a jokester. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my gosh. So there are different resources that we have out in the community for those veterans that may not qualify for every service that we have within the VA, as well as employees and just our African American people out here who feel like they have nowhere to turn. And I just wrote down a few of them if you know if you guys can take the time to listen. For sure. example, we have Byron Jarrett who does counseling services. So you can get a hold of him at www.innovativecounseling.org. We have Shyasia Barker, that is a Fashion with Asia LLC. You can find her at www.fashionwithasia.com. There's a podcast called Unashamed and Unapologetic. So it's called the Mental Unhealth Podcast. And you can follow that on Instagram at the Mental Unhealth Podcast. There's plenty of other people that I can name out here. I just want you guys to know that you have options if need be. And if you don't feel like you can find those anywhere, you can always contact me. Um, my email is McKenna.Soden at VA.gov. So that's M-C-K-E-N-N-A dot S-O-W-D-E-N at VA.gov. And I will get you in touch with anything that you need. Now, are you speaking primarily to veterans or for just people in general? It's for both. Because the thing is, is that I want to take what we're doing within the VA and try to branch that out into the community as well because there are so many different resources that people do not know about. Even like the Evelyn Davis Center, that's a place where I went to get a lot of help and they're there as well. Great. Well, we appreciate you and I thank you for um, all the different information that you've shared. It's been very helpful and I believe the people out there uh, listening and tuned in uh, would definitely second that emotion. So thank you. Uh, at this time, uh, we not only want to say thank you, but we want to ask if uh, you ever have any upcoming events, please let us know. Definitely. And we'd like to have you back on the I show. I feel very blessed to be here. I appreciate it. So thank you very much. I'm very grateful. No problem. We're going to go to another commercial break, and we'll be back on The Image Show. We're back on The Image Show, and we're going to talk a little bit now with Sweezy. For those of you who may or may not know Sweezy, he works for 98.3 The Vibe. He's got his own show. He was my producer uh, when I first started The Image Show, and Sweezy was not only a producer, but he was taking notes, ladies and gentlemen, of how I masterminded The Image Show. Not only was he taking notes, but it eventually landed him his own show. Now, take in mind, Sweezy has been working here at 98.3 The Vibe and the radio station with Cumulus for a while. How long has it been, Sweezy? It's been almost three years, yeah. Almost three years. Tell me, what took you so long to start your own show, Sweezy? Well, so I did a show part-time just on the weekends down the dial on our sister station, 95KGGO, and I did consistent nights for a little while and decided we want to go a different direction with the station, decided to bring Alice Cooper on, so I got back to just doing weekends on uh, KGGO, and I'm also the assistant program director for the station, so I've been working a lot with Westwood One, our uh, national affiliate, and uh, working on some music stuff with them, and the opportunity came that they needed a night jock, and I just asked to do it, and they 
they let me do it. <laughs> I'm really excited they let me do it. And now, Sweezy, tell us, how did the Image Show impact your show? It impacted a lot because I come from a little bit of a theater background. I do a lot of audio stuff and music stuff. So doing the little bit of theater I did, I learned how to pull from people. So Tony Zaza's our morning guy. I pulled a lot of my show from him and my delivery. I pulled some of my prep stuff and ideas from you. And of course, Miss E-Class, she's great on the air. So everyone that I've listened to on air have really kind of inspired my voice on air. That's great. And Sweezy, me and you have gotten along great. I mean, you're a real humble guy. We both graduated from Johnson High School. Go Dragons. That's right. (laughs) We have that in common. And uh, man, I must say, this has been a pleasure working with you. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It was my first show that I got to do um, kind of on my own. And they just let us in a room together and put it together as no one else. So, yeah, yeah. So that's well, great. And, and we've had, now I noticed you stole some of my music a little bit. Yeah, uh, a little bit. <laughs> it's all good. I always try to find those songs that are interesting, that people know, that people might not expect to hear, but they still want to hear it. Right. There's a lot of different things when you program music, and that's why I have fun doing it. Exactly. And I think being the uh, Johnston Dragon natives that we are, it just uh, it's kind of in our character. You know, we've got some mm-hmm. of the same qualities. And, you know, for a lot of the like we talked today about these veterans, man, that's kind of amazing. Don't you think? I mean, for people out there that are serving our country and then they come back home and it's like they're living in a lost world. It's yeah. almost like people getting out of prison. It is. It's, it's like we sent them somewhere to do a service for us and they get back and then we kind of forget who they are. Well, yeah. We don't really treat our veterans the way that they need to be treated and the VA is a one step towards that. And you know, I personally think that a lot of these guys are mentally incapable of doing a lot of things. Oh, absolutely. And so, uh, you know, I think that uh, McKenna's message, it, it was pretty strong. And, you know, I kind of commend her for even working in the field and being passionate about serving our veterans. Yeah, and it, was, it was great. She talked about mental illness, which is a huge issue in our country. We need to really work on how we view mental illness, how we treat mental illness, and how we talk about it. Because a lot of people don't talk about it. And that's one of the big things that we need to talk about mental illness. And then we can come up with better solutions for our society. Yeah. So let's talk more about current events. Are there any current events going on that you know of with the radio station? Uh... We're doing a Warm Your Heart campaign with Service Legends, which I really like. They um, donate 30 furnaces every year. Okay. And they donate these 30 furnaces, and they expect you to nominate someone who needs a furnace. So if you know someone whose furnace went out, got really cold on Tuesday, so odds are someone's furnace went out, all you have to do is go to servicelegends.com and tell them about the person that needs a new furnace. And they get the committee together, and they see who needs a furnace, and then 30 of these furnaces go for free. Perfect. Which is a very cool thing that Service Legends does, and we're really happy to be a part of it. And that's on all five of our stations, too. That is great. And so is there a contact number for people? that uh, would like to get involved with that? All you do is you go to servicelegends.com and it's all right there. Okay, It's called great. Warm Your Heart. Thanks. And thanks for filling the time, uh, Sweezy. I appreciate it. Of course, that. I'll always do it. All right. We'll be right back. And we're back on The Image Show. And you're tuned in to 98.3 The Vibe. My name is Robert Pate, president and founder of The Image Program. And uh, I was very happy with the different conversations that we had this morning. I think that McKenna uh, Soden has been doing a great job working with the veterans. And it's just great to bring awareness. Uh, Pastor Joanna Davis has always been helpful uh, working with The Image Program and assisting me. And I'm just very thankful for that. Unfortunately, uh, the biblical principle 
examples that we started with the image show uh, is now on podcast. And uh, for those of you out there listening, uh, we had to uh, kind of slow that down. We were warned that, you know, uh, 98.3 The Vibe is, of course, hip hop radio station. So uh, we want to make sure that we're following uh, all the orders and directions. And so we now have a podcast for biblical principles. So uh, for those of you uh, that are spiritually inclined and in tune to what we've started, please, I encourage you to go to the podcast and tune in and you will hear uh, me and Joanna get on the biblical principles and you can get spiritually fed from there. I want to move on now talking about voting rights for ex-felons. For those of you uh, who may have known I've been on uh, television, on uh, news stations, uh, talking about the voting rights for ex-felons. And uh, this has been a blessing. I feel that the this law is going to get passed and just kind of waiting. Um, I'm thankful for all the uh, politicians and, and all the people that are in favor of this. I think that this is the start of something good, not only for ex-offenders who have been in prison, but for people that just have felonies on their record. You know, uh, we are a world that has becoming more uh, acquainted with prison, with incarceration, with court systems and records. And, you know, it just shows the humanity of our world. And it also shows uh, a lot of the uh, evil in the world because, uh, you know, let's face it, uh, there's more people today that are coming in and out of prison. And it doesn't mean uh, that, you know, they're the only ones that have done something wrong. It just means that they're the ones that got caught. And I think if you were to, you know, go into everyone's life and see what they've done throughout their life, I think that you could probably take almost every single person in this world and probably throw them in prison if you were to actually look in their closet and secrets of what they've did. So uh, I think that the voting rights uh, is just a change in the right direction. And uh, as a Christian, we are taught to obey those who are in authority over us. And even when we don't like it, we don't want to do it, we still are called to do it. So uh, Shouts go out to Governor Reynolds and uh, to all the people that are looking to make positive changes and looking at the judicial systems and uh, some of the different laws uh, that were set. Uh, and trust me, we've got a long way to go because, you know, this is just uh, a peck of the iceberg. But I mean, you know, you want to talk about uh, some of the injustice that's going on. I mean, we could be here until tomorrow. So, you know, I just want to make sure that we get that announcement very clear, that we appreciate uh, everything that's taken place with the voting rights for ex-felons. Now, I want to kind of go into the story of the cold weather, because this weather that we had, that Tuesday night, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. That was ridiculous. I I don't think I have ever felt that kind of cold in Des Moines, Iowa that I can ever remember. Now, for Mother Nature, we love you. Uh, Lord, I'm not sure why we deserve that, but we got it and we made it through it. A lot of our cars did not, but for the most part, we did. So, 
Image Nation, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we appreciate you tuning in this week to The Image Show. Uh, We'll come back next week with some more great topics, good stories, and good guests. For now, Robert Pate saying so long. We'll see you next week.